Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What do, you, uh, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. Uh, I mean... I don't know, it's just an idea, but like we could go, go down, down to Boston, Boston Pizza and get a pickle pizza. But, but we, we live in a city where we can support unique and local owned restaurants. But where are we going to find pickle prominent products to pursue financially? Fiscally promising profits in exchange for the respective pickle pizza combo. You're right. Huh? We'll figure it out. Life's a wreck? Life's a wreck. What's going on, you beautiful losers? Welcome back to your second grade teacher's favorite mental health podcast, Life's a Wreck. I am your host, uh, which you'll hear in the interview with just like self-proclaimed best mullet on the planet, Kyle Moore. With me as always, me, howdy, uh, my mental health. Uh, you're looking good. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm sitting tall. I got, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm in a, there we go. I love, I love to hear that. That's the power of an eight degree day in January. It's terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, let's not let's not talk about it right now. It's is you know one anxious fixation at a time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, we hope your year is off to a great start. And we figure since this is uh, the first podcast of 2022, we'd like just to jump into things and before the interview, talk about uh, our focuses for this year. From Life's a Wreck. Yeah, yeah. So we've been working on this project now, Life's a Wreck, uh, for two and a half years, and and. I mean, it's been the greatest thing that I think we've ever done. It's fair to say it helped us more than anything on our way back from uh, what you could describe as mental square one. <laughs> Just realize it kind of sounds like we're ending it. Like, we're like all right, guys, time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. We're not ending. You know, ending life's wreck. You know, it, it will continue to march into twenty twenty. Be a bit. It'd be a bit anticlimactic. Hey guys, uh, this is the uh, first show of the new year and, and the last episode of the new year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so no, we're um, we're not ending Life's Wreck. This is uh, we're we're just like at this very interesting point uh, right now with Life's Wreck, where we are focused on building out the back end of Life's Wreck Media. Um, basically, we're trying to set up the business for the long run. Our goal has always been the longevity of this podcast, but more so like the mission of Life's Wreck, which is to inspire people to talk openly about uh, you know what's going on between their ears and help nurture the growth of mental health awareness uh, in Canada. Exactly. So we're at this point now where we have to focus on doing this thing the right way if we want to set it up 
to be our full-time gig and for it to be like to have a, the best chance it can of being a small business that survives during COVID times. Basically, like Life's a Wreck is going to continue to grow, but as things develop and change, like we just hope that you'll stick around and as we work out, <laughs> we can only imagine will be the inevitable kinks uh in uh in a small business growing so basically like we just you know i wanted to start this episode by you know saying that like none of this would be possible up to this point this two and a half years wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for you guys um and as our focus shifts to filling out the full scope of what life's a wreck has always been envisioned to be you know we hope that you'll continue to be a part of this journey um, as and and continue to support us like you have so far because it's just it's meant the world and you know as things change we'll update you guys the best we can uh, and uh, yeah just keep you in the loop. Personally, do you have any uh, goals you want to share? Kinda. I'm not. I'm not like a big like re- resolutioner. You know, I'm not like oh I'm gonna have kale every day. I'm gonna eat protein pancakes from now on. I'm gonna. You do yoga every day. Like, I just, like, I, I have a tough time with, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, hammer down something. I'm going to stick to it every day and blah, 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 And I And I think that, like, you kind of have to take baby steps. And I think that so many people kind of jump in the deep end on New Year's. But one thing that I'm, like, I've kind of said is going to be, like, a bit of a motto for this year for me and uh, something I'm going to be, like, very conscious to remind myself of is to be an active participant in my life. It's a little, a little cheesy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, come on. Like, sometimes you got to be, right? But, like, for me, it's just an active it's just an active it's just an active thing it's just a reminder to be an active participant regardless of my mental environment so if it's one of those things like i can't just like take if i'm having a bad day i can't do what i've done in the past and just take a back seat and be like oh you know i'm gonna like you know i'm gonna let this bad day be you know i'm gonna let it determine so much you know i'm gonna let it like oh it's gonna this bad day is gonna influence every decision i make blah 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 blah. it's like actively participate within the environment whether good or bad so if it's like oh i'm having a really great day like actively engaging with uh the people around me with myself with how i'm feeling and what i'm doing with the emotions that are coming up and vice versa on a bad day doing all of the same things like you know under trying to understand myself better trying to uh in those tougher times you know continuing to double down on that like self-care and and uh actively participating in the mindset so uh so yeah still cheesy yeah it's, come on it's never never gonna change yeah no i i wouldn't expect to at this point two and a half years probably like a, a probably a decent time to like kind of hop into things yeah you just want to just take this one away sure yeah so th- this week on the podcast i i enjoyed the last podcast with bryce a ton where we talked about suicide uh, and it kind of felt like it was like vintage Lyserec where we just had two young guys having an important but like easy conversation. And um, and yeah, it just like it just felt good. It just felt good to be talking about such a such a, a heavy topic in such a, you know, casual and easily easily understandable way. So anyway, I just I wanted to keep that going. Um, so like. I've talked about before, one of the driving factors behind my advocacy is this growing up, you know, I never felt comfortable to talk about my mental health with my friends. And now I love to highlight conversations amongst guys about mental health. So enter in, in today's episode, Alistair Nicholson, um, the longest tenure, the, you know, fun little, fun little fact, this will be a trivia answer one day. Uh, Alistair Nicholson, the longest tenured interviewee on this podcast. Uh, he's been on the podcast now three times. Uh, the first time being for a football uh, episode, second time being for the East Coast Boys, one of our favorite, my favorite episodes and, and one of our uh, best reviewed episodes. And now this one where we're just kind of like sitting and, and talking about uh, talking about purpose and life and 
um, perfectionism and, and it's it's just a fantastic conversation. Um, Stir and I recently went through a move to Halifax and we've just been talking a lot about how the past few years have affected us uh, with the pandemic and how we're feeling now um, that we're like, I don't know, I'd say like mostly settled into our new space. Alistair is probably the greatest listener on the planet, um, but isn't always like the first person to kind of like talk about himself. Uh, so it was not, like it was nice to like sit down and shoot the shit about what's been uh, what's been up for both of us. It's another episode very much dedicated to all the guys out there who are looking to open a dialogue with their friends, but aren't, you know, sure 100 percent where to start. Alistair and I have been friends for 14 years, so it's like a little bit easier to have this conversation. But as long as you show genuine care and empathy for the men in your life, you'll find having these kind of kinds of conversations can be, I, I think it can be a lot easier than you think, for sure. And it, and it does, you know, you have to take a bit of a, a bit of a plunge. Sometimes you have to take that first step and, and it can be scary. But I, I promise you, you know, if it's coming from, from the right place, that these conversations will seem a little bit easier once once you have them i I promise you um the interview like this one isn't quite as structured as uh other ones are and just know that uh you know we're really working on flushing out the video content uh so so going forward hopefully we'll be able to uh you know especially with episodes like these where it is very just kind of like you know i'm with people who i have a bit of a deepened rapport with and there's a bit more body language involved hopefully uh, very soon we'll be able to showcase that uh a little bit more effectively over on our youtube channel so that's a big focus for the content this year for life's wreck is we're going to be um making sure to continue with the podcast uh but also do a lot more video content because i just think it's a great way to engage with you guys and obviously any chance we can to uh to engage with you guys better is just is just the best um so i really hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as i did making it kick back and relax it's it's a chill combo between myself and alistair just talking about life Uh, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Life's Wreck, the uh, podcast where I, Kyle Moore, your host with probably the greatest mullet on the face of the planet, this is questionable. Um, talks about the world of mental health with special guests, uh, or in this case, uh, you know, just whoever I could find uh, kicking around. I am um, the most special guest because I've been here multiple times. You are one of the few returning guests on Life's Wreck, so Extra I, I got to give you today. I got to give you a little bit of a uh, little bit of credit. Um, the voice that you are hearing there, and that you will continue to hear for uh, a large portion of this podcast, uh, is my roommate and uh, best friend of how long have we known each other? Too long, a really long time. <sighs> grade four, grade, grade three, four. Grade yeah, three, grade yeah, four. grade four. Alistair, last time, Alistair's. You've been on the pod. This is now your what third time on the podcast. Third time, thank you very much. Because you yeah. talked mm-hmm. first time you talked about football. It was the mental the mental health side of football. Um, as a um, former collegiate athlete at uh, Holland College in mm-hmm. PEI, yes, yes, yes. Um, put up some pretty uh, pretty amazing stats. Questionable. What like six receptions, a couple of twisted ankles, and uh, <laughs> a walking band aid. <laughs> Uh, and then after that, we did the uh, the East Coast Boys episode, which is which was actually one of our most re- like positively reviewed episodes. Like a lot of, I think it had like um, like five or six people left reviews on that episode alone, oh, really? and we're we're really um, yeah, it was super super positive. That was when I sat down in my childhood home with um, Alistair and uh, another friend of ours, Jake Bartlett, and uh, yeah, we just kind of talked about the uh, mental side of growing up in a small town and. New Brunswick and kind of everything that that uh, that, that entailed, and so now 
Um, Alistair and I, three months ago, almost to the day, like a couple of days off, but mm-hmm. uh, three months ago, moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia uh, from our hometown. It was one of those things that, I mean, we had talked about doing this last year like this was one of those things that we pushed back a year because of the pandemic and everything but um we had been talking about it for a while to like just you know do like change the scenery i think was the biggest thing that um we both kind of talked about and i know for me like being back in a city i really found that halifax for me personally has been like this like nice little middle ground because after high school going right to toronto like that was like way too much i thought at the time it was like and and granted i wouldn't change a thing because like obviously it's led to some really amazing opportunities and met so many amazing people but uh being in toronto was like it was a lot it was hectic it was like you felt that buzz of the city like 24 7 and you yeah you almost felt like you couldn't escape it but a town like saint stephen our hometown was like it was just i always describe like i love saint stephen really do have like such a soft spot in my heart for it and like i'm very excited as i continue throughout my career to be able to like do work in and around saint stephen and hopefully uh change some things within the community but um it, it's just like it's like a sleepy town where there's like i like i i don't know like how would you describe saint stephen like it's a beautiful like it's an amazing like the people are incredible it's a it's a great spot but like in terms of just like it's it's very it's very routine and that's like amazing for some people but you know, you wake up every day, there's the same stuff, there's the same places, you know, you've got the same, like, two streets where there's actually stores, like, yeah, you know. It's, it's definitely, yeah, like, people who are, I mean, any, I'd say every small town is, like, similar in its ways where people, you know, they're comfortable there, they don't want the, they don't want the big city, the big city life, yeah. you can do those kind of things, your main, no main spots, them. you know, you know pretty well everyone, and you can, yeah. What was it about, because, uh, like, I mean... With the move, I know that we were both kind of like looking for that change of scenery. And I'm going to like, I mean, what would you say after these three months, your first impressions of, because we've talked about this a little bit, obviously off the microphone, um, but what's your first impressions been of like, of this move, of this shift? Because it's been, it's been interesting. has been interesting. It's yeah. Like we, like you said it before, it's a great middle ground because, you know, we had, a bunch of people that had been living here and said some great things about it. And it's definitely like the biggest city on the East coast. And even people here, they're like, Oh, it's not that much, not that big of a city. Like they yeah. want to go elsewhere, like Vancouver and Toronto, go to even bigger cities. Um, but for us, it was like, yeah, great mill ground. Like I was in, I was in PEI, which is like one big small town. Yeah. for real. Um, but yeah, coming here, it's, it's great. Like everyone has that like East coast, um hospitality like, mentality yeah yeah, it's, yeah 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 absolutely vibe. everyone's everyone's super nice and like still has that east coast mentality but still <clears throat> still the city with lots of people lots of things to do and great places to eat and places to party yeah people. has it yeah. has it like lived up to like what you were hoping it would be i think so it's been kind of like we were the first few months that we were here we we're just like settling in yeah. we had known some people like we had friends here who had introduced us to some of their other friends when we were we were down last summer just as like a vacation, just like a little getaway and just like absolutely fell in love with it. And then when we, when he came back, um, yeah, we had some people that we'd known, like some friends that we had from home and friends mm-hmm. that we had met previously. So, um, yeah, just kind of like starting out, like moving in, getting comfortable with everything that, you know, getting the apartment all together is like, and getting settled into work. Like we both had jobs pretty well right away. So like getting com- into work, but like also like jobs with Corona have been so weird. Like yeah. there's been so many days that like they've called us off or, Oh, we're not, yeah. gonna, you know what I mean? Like it's been, 
it's it's been hard to like fall into a routine exactly yeah. yeah so yeah we got here and then we were just like getting comfortable and then obviously the the new variant of Next the covid wave, comes yeah, through yeah, yeah. and that kind of yeah. like slows things we both down got around COVID. christmas we both that got was, covid yes. yeah that wasn't fun um if, yeah for anybody out there um you know just touching on that experience for a sec because that was you want to talk about mental health oh my god lock yourself inside for a week in in weeks. like you know like i really like our place like we have a nice apartment you know we lucked out pretty pretty big time but like at the same time you lock yourself into a two-bedroom one common room anywhere and for 10 days with like one person and it like it was definitely like it took a toll on me those 10 days like i feel like they kind of like went by really fast but also really slow like time kind of became this like you know there was no expectation or anything like that so i just found found that i was just kind of in this like i was just like drifting like i was just kind of like from day to day it was just like all right time to move from the couch to the bed (laughs) and then bed back to the couch and Yeah, looking back, it was, like, it kind of went pretty quick, but at the same time, like, while we were here, it's, like, super slow. Like, every day is, like, yeah, yeah it's not being able to go outside or do too much is, gets, uh, gets pretty hectic. In, yeah, so in everybody, you know, do your due diligence, go get your poke and uh, boosters or whatever it is, because, uh, you know, it was not fun. We were both double vaccinated, and it uh, still wasn't fun. It, it kicked our, it, well, it kicked my ass. I de- well, I'm definitely still dealing with some of the after effects as I'm just about to cough here for a sec (coughs) but um yeah no it it, like for four days it was one of those things that i went from like it was literally like if i couldn't talk on the phone for more than like two minutes without being winded and so yeah not uh not fun and would not want to know what it was like if i was unvaccinated so uh definitely you know do your due diligence let's get over this nonsense it's been two years at this point and you know been a mental health pandemic for two years as well and i think that like getting some semblance of normalcy back would just be awesome for summer so mm-hmm. you know yeah. do your thing and that would be that would go back into to uh like halifax itself is like getting the full potential of yeah. what we can experience will have to do with yeah for sure COVID, yeah. i mean so what like what prompted like you to want to move like, what was, like, the thing? Because it's, like, obviously, like, you know, a change of scenery is great, but, like, was there any other factors that you were, like, oh, like, it just seems like the right time to be well, doing Well, yeah. Um, like, definitely just wanted to do a new spot. Like, we're young. We can yeah. we can go and, like, experience place for however long we want. And Unbelievably <clears throat> handsome. And young. This this helps. So, this does help. There's yeah. benefits. Oh, God, I got a coffee. I yet. lost my train of thought. <laughs> now I'm just looking at you. Uh, thanks, man. What was the question? Uh, just, uh, just, you know, kind of like, um, you know, your mental state and wanting to move, like in wanting to try, like, why'd you want to move? Like, um, well, <clears throat> I mean, we were both living in our parents' house. Not fun. It's, love you, mom and dad. Exactly. Not yeah. Fun. Yeah. Love, love our parents, but there's only so much you can stand living in your uh, parents' house for yeah. so long, parents which basement. is like parents' More basement. Specifically yeah. In yeah. your, <laughs> your case, which is just the most cliche, living in mom and dad's basement for a year and a half pretty much basically both of us essentially like yeah i think that answers the question right there yeah 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 yeah. Um, that's fair yeah so time to it was time to move or do something at least um especially after corona we were going to go to europe yeah Um, oh my god yeah oh we had we had that all planned out for this september or i guess well last september 2021 had uh had everything all planned and then there was still some like restrictions that were gone, so we had to cancel the last minute. But it wasn't worst case scenario because we still had a bunch of money saved, and we were like, "Hey, we can. This is our we chance move, to yeah. move to Halifax and 
have some money saved up to get us by and yeah so here we are still we'll probably do europe eventually yeah oh, absolutely where would you say like how would you have characterized your mental health back when you're living with your parents i'll answer this question after but question posed to you sir um just like talk it through um if you're it's cool yeah it's interesting like when like obviously like covid was when I moved home i had just gotten out of a relationship and like moving home and just like dealing with all that um never never i didn't never really talked about it like a whole lot with my parents so it's kind of like a weird like barrier there um, seems like a bit of an elephant in the room too it was a, a three-year relationship like, yeah um pretty extensive so there was that like i was dealing with that like personally um but also being home and being back with friends that i hadn't really seen or hung out with for a while um it's it's yeah like it has had it had it's up and ups and downs wow absolutely um i mean like the summer of 2020 <laughs> best summer it I've was actually had. so much fun everybody was just collecting serve and like yeah. partying and and their restrictions it wasn't Brun- bad yeah, yeah it wasn't bad yeah, at all yeah. the restrictions were down in new brunswick so we were all just like like hanging out like the same group of people just yeah. like having fun but yeah definitely definitely living in your parents this is basement, like where like, like the, has, the narrator goes but weren't they wrong but like, weren't they yeah. wrong um yeah, it's yeah, like obviously had had its ups and downs like it was working and uh like working making money over the summer, I guess the next summer. Um and like saving money while having a place to go home and like food on your plate mm-hmm. is like yeah, absolute blessing to have that. Um but yeah, it is it is tough in a way. Like it's I think if anyone who's lived at home can kind of kind of relate like oh, you just need need to go change scenery. It's it was the chasing like independence again was the was the big thing i think that's important for for a lot of people yeah well dude i mean like we had kind of said like with you it's a it's a really interesting kind of situation like the idea of spending you know you were like living with your girlfriend at the time out of that straight into your parents home into the middle of a pandemic and Mm -hmm. then like nothing's really been normal since you know it's kind of like it's it's super strange like some of the times the best times i think that uh i had in terms of independence were like those first like few years in toronto where it was like you actually got a chance to like try new things and experience new Mm. you know whatever it is like you're like oh like i've got an interest in this well you know oh there's a boxing gym around the corner oh no way like there's a this there's a that so it's like that independence is nice and i mean for me like my mental health at home was i think like there was just this idea of like feeling very stagnant where it was like i was still working on life's iraq and i still had like things to pull my attention one way or another but like yeah feeling like just feeling that like sense of like almost like stuck was 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 tough for me because like i'm somebody who like i really like i've definitely i've talked about on the podcast plenty of times like struggling with my god i'm just like a mess over here yeah gassy um but uh yeah, like I, I've always like kind of like struggled, and I use that term kind of like loosely because I'm not sure if it's the right one, but it's the one that's coming to mind right now with control and the idea of like only being able to do so much in like a small town. It was like you know, I was just mm-hmm. like this idea of like okay, I've kind of I feel like it was you know, I feel like given the environment that I'm around, like I've done all that I can, and now it's like I'm ready to take mm-hmm. that next step. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. No, 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 hop in. I was going to say, it like, goes back to, like, what what you think we were talking about, like, small towns is, like, there there is that feeling of, especially after going to Toronto or, like, doing other things and then coming back, there's definitely that feeling of, 
like stuck and it, there's not much opportunity to like grow. Yeah. I guess in a way. Um, I guess personally it's, it's different for everyone. Obviously people like love living there and they love mm-hmm. the small towns, but for love going back for people yeah. who want the bigger ambitions in life, it's like, it just seems like it's, it's really tough to do in a place like, like St. Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's fair. And I mean, like there are a bunch of people around our small town who have done incredibly well for themselves yeah, being in small towns, but it's, uh, you know, for what I was, you know, pursuing in terms of like media and that kind of stuff, it was like nice to be back in a bigger, uh, a bigger center. And I know that, like, <clears throat> for me, this last three months, as like as like they've been just like a, a mass like a masterclass in emotional emotional damage, well, yeah. and like emotional like like a like a roller coaster where it's like one second I'm like, oh man, this is like I'm having a great fucking time, you know, all of this amazing stuff's happening. I'm meeting all these incredible people. <laughs> And then the next second you're like, just like it, it all like it feels like life is just kind of crashing it around you, and you're like, holy shit! Like this is, mm. I, I'm trying to pick up like one piece, and now I feel like five other pieces are falling down, and I'm like, okay, like I gotta, you know. You're talking about here, St. Stephen. Here, like mm. it's been it's been tricky because it's like with the highs and lows come a lot of that balancing act. Where for me personally, it's like, oh, things are really good right now, and then like that innate urge to second guess it which is something that i've worked on for years but still that pull to be like things are too good to be true and then all of a sudden things fishy yeah here. and then all of a sudden you find yourself down in those uh those lows and you're just like oh yeah this is like this is you know my whole life has been down here and you kind of get i don't know i find that i can get caught up in the moment a little bit too much mm-hmm. i don't know man it's weird uh, that's why i wanted to hop on here because like you know, we were talking about a little bit last night about like finding your thing that like, this is what I like just being able to ramble through the thought processes and that kind of stuff. It helps me a bunch, but like, yeah, I'd like, I don't know. I'd love to hear just kind of like how you would explain, like, how you would put how this past couple months have been for you. Um, yeah, it's like, like one of my big, like big philosophies, um, was you know try new things go go places experience like if you if you like it you like it it's yeah. like well done if you if you don't like it like you learn that you don't like it like it's always like learning from experiences and stuff like that and now that now that i'm here it's like oh we're gonna go to halifax i i like have like a bartending job and mm-hmm. and now that i'm here you know like hanging out with friends and like we're like partying and drinking on weekends and stuff and you know working and then you come back to like this feeling of like am I really going to do this forever? Mm. Like, is this like what I'm doing? Like, right. And then you're, you're sometimes when you're just like at home, you're like, this is like, what, a, what am I doing? What am I supposed to do mm. from here? It's gets pretty, pretty daunting sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's but, like, it's a big, like, I don't know what you call it a monster. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I feel like it's like a thing, like staring back at you where it's like, Hey, figure it out figure it out like that echo chamber just figure it out hey man you gotta figure it out yeah and like and like i was saying like i like had philosophies like of like how things should be and especially like yeah doing things and learning from it but then you go back to it and you're like well now i'm now i'm scared like what am i what am i really doing like what is what is the purpose of doing all this am i really going to find something that makes me happy even even while we're out here doing what I said I needed to do is like right. go places and try new things, meet new people. 
and then so it's kind of like you're second guessing yourself once you're once you're in the situation do you think that there was an element of halifax will like halifax itself will be a blanket fix it'll be one of those things like things will fall into place like there was an expectation of things will fall into place once you got here yes yeah i think so it was like while we were living at home it's like we just need change the scenery it'll change everything get that independence again you can do whatever we want um yeah so i've purpose is a tough one man a purpose is something that like so many people on the podcast come and talk about because it's like so many people come on and talk about oh how amazing their life purpose is and oh i figured it out and blah 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 and then other people come on the podcast we're like 30 40 and they're like i'm still figuring it out Mm. like it is one of those things like the idea of hey figure it out now and like as soon as you put a timer on yourself you are fucked because if you force purpose you're all of a sudden you're going to be doing things you don't give a fuck about but you're Mm. like buying into them because you're like i gotta get this done Mm. yeah it's always the constant like back and forth in your own head is like is like what am i doing what is my purpose what am i what is the legacy i'm gonna leave Mm. and then there's the other thing it's like i have we're 23 turning 24 this year it's like we still have so much time and like you said there's 40 year olds out there that have absolutely no idea and who have lived like amazing fulfilled lives but Mm -hmm. still are on the search for Mm -hmm. purpose i think like purpose is something that like in itself is its own living breathing thing that's going to change and evolve over time like what my purpose is now might not be what my purpose is in 30 years having like having a general direction in life like we've talked about is something that i've been really thankful to kind of like stumble across came from the darkest time of my life and it was just kind of like hey here's a road back from rock bottom up to somewhere and i was like all right i'll follow that road and it just gives you a general you know I think, oh, I'm going this yeah, way. Direction and purpose is kind of, they can go hand in hand, but I feel like now that we talk about it, when you say purpose, it kind of is like a, it's like a, I don't want to say a fictional like thing in your head, but yeah. or like, yeah, fictional purpose is like, what is, what is my purpose? But it's, it's like, is that, is this is what's driving you like personally to do what you feel like you need to do? Or is mm-hmm. this like an external, like I need to do this because my family and friends will be Mm. proud of me or or yeah well i'm glad you brought that up because i think that that's also a bit of a small town thing too is like this idea of what i something i noticed and struggled with early on was like the idea of like having so many people be invested in who i was and what i was doing at such a young age that like as i progress it was so much of like i have to be the best athlete and i have to be the best student and i have to be the best this Mm -hmm to please other people because that seems like the my purpose is to make these people happy and then like as you know the idea of like turning from external to internal validation and finding things that make you feel good and it was just like i found this and i was like hey i like talking to a fucking microphone this is (laughs) this is fun i'll do this for a little while and like see how see where this gets me and just not putting any pressure on myself to go anywhere with it and it just kind of like happened naturally i think that that yeah that's that's interesting yeah do you like you know, would you say that those are like pressures in your life are to like right now, like there is a feeling of like, I have to make somebody or something like proud of like what I'm doing. Hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to say, I want to say no. Mm-hmm. Cause I know it's more of like my own personal challenge. Right. It, um, but at the same time, like it is one of those things where it would be nice to like 
have friends and family go like, oh, my, my friend is doing this or mm. my, my son's doing this. Like, right. it'd be like doing your own thing, whether it's like super cool or not, like yeah, whether yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing, but being able to, you know, be that person, mm. especially like from a small town, having that like, you know, standout value. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's important. Yeah. Do you, like, and I'm, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit on the football podcast. Cause you're like a re- like you've always been a really great athlete. Like that's something that like, I think is not, I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, Oh, look, look behind the curtain. It's like, you like pretty, you always were a good athlete in high school. You went off and played the, uh, you know, college sports and that kind of stuff. Like I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were talking about this the other day is like, for me, like sports was like everything, like growing up, it was, you know, my family, my dad's side of the family, all great basketball players, mm. um, played like even through middle school is like three sports, like each, each season through the year and through all of all the sports that like, we played soccer, basketball, football, the end mm-hmm. the, um, volleyball, um, every single sport that I played, even in college football, I haven't won a single championship, mm. not a single banner, not a gold medal nothing mm. and that that hurts you a little bit a little bit it's yeah. definitely the the chip on the shoulder which is like going and doing other things there's like this need to have that winning feeling mm. that you never got mm. that's tricky damn that's that's tough because it's like if the expectation is win or bust then that's like that's hard yeah and it's like it's super frustrating too because we on our basketball team like we had a great coach at the Mm -hmm. time going into our senior year we had a phenomenal team like guys that we played basketball with for a long time and like our our coach was saying like on paper like we were supposed to be one of the best like basketball teams in our division in Mm -hmm. the province and it was like a big deal like we we wanted to go after that championship like in our senior year like that would have been absolutely crazy obviously things fell through that's a another thing mm. um with with that and we just didn't have that basketball that year didn't have that you know chance yeah, but yeah. uh same thing with football we there yeah. was only like what oh, four man. four teams in our division but we crushed everyone by yeah. like at least 30 Five, points every single like game yeah. and we lost our mvp quarterback and we lost to a team we had beaten by 30 points like in the regular season and it was like right there we were playing on our own home field like it would have been great to just take home that banner and have it right there just one time uh, yeah and then going into college when i was playing football the team that i went to go play for had won 3 years in a row they had won the championship 3 years in a row right. and i played for 3 <laughs> years and we go to the championship twice and lost twice and it was just like it's just so frustrating and as like looking back is like those chances are gone mm, in, yeah. in those in those settings like i still do want to play football mm-hmm. here in halifax coming in the spring um but yeah it's like those were those were the prime years of of competitive sports mm-hmm. yeah yeah man athletics are it's such an interesting beast because it's like the athletic mindset itself of like competing and that kind of stuff i think is an overwhelming positive Mm. like having that drive to better yourself and like work as a team and all that kind of stuff is awesome but like always being the bridesmaid never the bride and it's like you know that's that's an age-old saying right it's like always coming in second or or you know just being so close like i just you know that 
it, it's still just like I, I'm still kind of like caught on the idea of just like win or bust because that's it seems like it seems like su- like the to win is not it, it's hard it's like not a likelihood mm-hmm. it's like to win is an exceptional thing so like you know to that for that to be the standard I think is and it, it seems like largely an external standard because you're like oh. No, I'm not, and I'm not, you know, I don't never want to come across like I'm, I'm just thinking about that in my own life in like terms of just like perfection was something I struggled with for years. And the idea of like, I have to be either perfect or I am, I have no worth. It's like, I am the best or I am nothing. And so that was something that just plagued me for a long time. So hearing, you know, something of similarity from you, I'm just like, ah, oh, damn. Cause like, as your best, like as my best friend, you just want to be like, oh man, it's like you're good the way you are but like i understand that, like that's tough like i know it's, yeah and then like after the fact with the whole sports thing is like after doing that for your whole life and it being like the thing like you're the guy mm-hmm. you're the guy who plays sports you're the yeah, guy who's good at sports that's kind of what i was trying to ask earlier yeah. yeah yeah like being that being that person if it's important you can hop it's not it's, oh, okay, um yeah. Yeah, like being that person and doing, you know, Identity. sports like yeah, like and yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like afterwards is like I graduated college, got my diploma and something that I wasn't like super super interested in. The sports is done. It's like who the hell am I? What yeah. am I doing now? Yeah. Like yeah. Is it ever something that like the world of sports is still something that you'd work in, like whether it was like, you know, coaching or X, Y, and Z. Like, I, there's so many different things within the. I mean, I, I went to school for sport media. There's a million different mm. jobs in the world of team. sports. I like, think coaching a team would be really fun. Coaching would be cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a whole other, whole other thing to like dive into, which which could be very rewarding. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been it's it's definitely been uh, tricky. I mean, I think uh, that whole idea of like looking into the void of the future and just being like, yeah, that could be it. You know, oh yeah, that. That might be something. That might Maybe. be something. Oh, but it's add like, it to the list. Add of it things. to the list. Well, exactly. There's always going to be things that you can like dive down the rabbit hole. But what deserves your time and what's actually going to you know bring that uh, that feeling of like fulfillment and that kind of stuff is is tricky. Um, I mean, switching gears on a topic standpoint, uh, like kind of talking about that. Uh, you know, something obviously that. Um, can't really necessarily get into but like there's definitely some like big life things um happening for me right now that like in terms of that looking into the void have been like torture because you're (laughs) like you're sitting back going yeah and i think just like an important topic to talk about just in the unknown because it has been such a uh you know it was it was an unknown moving here i mean we fuck we didn't even see our apartment before i moved in Mm -hmm. like there's been so many unknowns that have happened in this past three months that now starting a year and facing down some of the biggest unknowns has taken a real toll on me like i've noticed even over the last couple of days like i've just been like energy drained because putting so much effort into something that you don't even know if it's going to come to fruition or not mm-hmm. it's like oof it's it's, it's very <laughs> it's very daunting it's very daunting very daunting yes, it indeed. takes it takes a toll man like yeah, it's I, I have to continuously remind myself of like all of the positive unknowns that I think throughout my life have like kind of come up where it's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll start some crummy podcast. And that was an unknown, like toss that out into the universe and see where that goes. And it's led to some of the best opportunities, literally some of the best opportunities I could have asked for. Mm. Um, and so it's like, you know, constantly reminding myself, hey, like 
the going down the un- embracing the unknown has worked before. Mm-hmm. Like you have no reason not to embrace the unknown. But it like yeah it it the bigger the you know the bigger the unknown sometimes you're like it's that high risk high reward thing yeah yeah and it's yeah it's definitely one of those things is like hmm. I I feel like I I want to say like there's a few things I'd like to change like mm. pr- like go back and like maybe try something else but at the same time it's like you know you you obviously can't go back and change your no. choices and every single choice or situation that you have when you pick one like that's gonna it might be might be the best thing that's ever happened to you. It mm-hmm. might be the worst thing that's ever happened to you. If you wanted to, like, your choice today, maybe I go walk to the store and I get hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I stay home and, I don't know, win the lottery. I don't yeah. Just, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, every yeah. every choice is going to have, like, its own path. And, like, what you what you do, you just have to, like, stick with it. And, mm. and it's, it's hard. It's hard having regrets later. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like you have to embrace what, choices you made and like where it has gotten you at this point Mm -hmm. it's a good point well put very well put yeah take a bow take a Mm -hmm. bow yes um yeah man it's 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 so interesting i mean yeah i don't i don't think i actually need to add anything more onto that i think i was i think that was well put very best um yeah the definitely like looking looking back or looking forward a million other million things could happen in the future and it's who's to say that like the little unknown doesn't cause the biggest repercussion and the biggest unknown doesn't lead to, you know, nothing like it's just, uh, you just kind of have to like let life. I think like being an active participant in your life is a super important thing. And like, not just like waiting for the unknown to come because Mm -hmm. it's like, there's always going to be more unknowns beyond those unknowns that you can perceive now. You know, there's going to be unknowns that I'm going to face when I'm 45. If I get to 45 fucking universe willing. Like you never know. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like to be an active participant and actually just like enjoy the now, regardless of what all of these unknowns that are breathing down my back right now, regardless of how they turn out, whether they turn out into what I would perceive them as being positive or negative. Like it's still pretty cool to be in the position where like that's a possibility, you know, and all of these, uh, all of these opportunities are like here. So, you know, yeah, definitely, definitely got to embrace that for sure. What would you say is like, if you were to kind of look at like the now and what you have in your control and, and things that you're, you know, you can do, like what, what are you focused on right now? Like what, if you were to say is like a focus of your life, what would you say it is? I want to say finding something that I'm like, super passionate about Mm -hmm. because like there's a bunch of like little things that i've been trying here and there but there's there's things about like following like passions and like having hobbies and stuff like that that the other thing too and and i don't know if you i sort of interrupt you but like the other thing too is like with having adhd does that play a role in like 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah i didn't want to i never i assumed but i didn't want to like one thing with like adhd that like a lot of people it's like a misconception is that you it's always like you can't focus. Yeah. You can't focus and your your attention is all over the place and you can't focus on one thing at once. The other side of it that people don't talk about is the hyper focus. Mm. Like when, like personally, when I find something that I'm interested in, I go head first, dive right into it, like blinders on and just like learn the shit about that thing, whatever it is. And it's, it's allowed me to learn things very quickly, mm-hmm. which is, it's a blessing and a curse because yeah. I'll learn something really quickly and then, 
like have that at the surface and then when you see the the iceberg that's beneath it of what really goes into whatever it is that you need to learn and like actually stick to and practice and it's it's nothing is like an easy process like if you want to learn something and get good at something it's going to take a long time so i think that becomes overwhelming a lot of the time mm-hmm. and it's like now i'm at this point where I have a really good understanding of how this works and you know, I like doing this, but is it something that I can stick with for a Mm. long time and really like get good at? And I think that's, it's, it's scary in a way because if, if I find something that I really like, I don't want to drown myself in that, in that subject. Um, Because of the fact that once you get to a certain point, you'll be faced with that, that do I keep going or do I stop? Mm. Um, So I've learned a lot of things. I've learned a lot about, no, I've learned a little bit about a lot of things. Yeah. And it's, so it's tough. So when I go into something new and I know that I like it, it's, yeah, come back to that issue. But there's other things where, like, what am I trying to say? Um, There you go. ADHD. Losing yeah. right in the middle of a sentence. Um, yeah. No, we were just talking like, you know, in terms of having a focus in your life and finding something oh, yes. you're passionate about. Yeah. And... Finding something that like is really passionate. Like if you, there's things like, like I started like rapping a little bit and yeah. like made a couple songs and it's rapping one of those things. Bit, my God. Give yourself some credit. Um, Alan Favors on Spotify. Go check him out. Oh, well. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those things is like now I, I go into it. And like, I know how to, I know how to fit words onto a beat and I know how to do that. And now it's like, I always struggle when I'm writing stuff is like, does this make sense? Is this what I want to say? Is what, what, is this what I want to convey? Um, and then I overthink it and then I start a new one, start a new song, find a new beat, do that over and over again. And it's just been this constant cycle, like this whole time. And it's like, if I'm not having fun with this, if this is just going to stress me out, then obviously this isn't something that I should continue to pursue if I don't find that passion and have fun with it. Like I sh- think I should be. Is it something that like, cause you, I've seen you have fun with music mm-hmm. and when does that stop? Because it's like, it seems like that thing brought you a lot of joy, but is any, if like you have to, if you never complete something like a song or something like that, and you're always kind of working on the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, it's a, it's like, what am I trying to say? God, I got it. I got the little brain, brain fart too. Yeah. But, um, it's just like that, you know, to, to never necessarily give yourself the opportunity, the chance to finish something, but that being largely out of your control, not largely, but like at some scale out of your control where it's like, ADHD is driving you to the next one where it's like, Hey, this isn't the thing. Now the next thing. And it's like, is it, is it perfection? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's cause I, when I hear I'm just something, to, I'm just trying to understand, like, no, no, you understand better. Yeah. No, you're hundred percent right. Okay, it's yeah. like, it's the, it's the chase of perfection mm-hmm. is like, and I know it shouldn't be. It's like, it, this is, it's all about putting, doing it and like finishing it and, having that there something to be proud of and then there's there's other times when i'm like i'll like write something and be like oh that sounds stupid or you know this doesn't it doesn't make sense or it's not what i'm trying to like convey and can i put a whole song together that like actually has meaning and i think is like one of the big things of why i wanted to do it is 
you know, I like, I like writing. It's like, it's kind of like a form of therapy, like being able Absolutely. to write like whatever you want down. So I don't, I think <laughs> when I want to get into music, I think I wanted to like portray an actual, like meaningful, like, you know, poetic side yeah. of, of, uh, hip hop. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I think where it comes into like, making sure that it makes sense. It can all like kind of like come together and be something meaningful to me that I can be proud of instead mm-hmm. of just being like, boobity, boobity, bop, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like say like a bunch of random shit that's never actually like been relevant to me. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely having that like perfection of what it should be in my mind and then mm-hmm. trying to put that into something is, is tough because I know that, if it's even a little bit off, I'm like, this isn't what I want. Like I want to like try something, go to the next one, try again. Right. What's the, what do you think? Like, what's the downfall of finishing a song that doesn't exactly line up with how you're feeling or the lyrics aren't exactly right or what do you mean? Well, like, you know, you kind of talked about the idea of like, once it gets to a certain point, it's like, it's either this is exactly what I wanted or this is the scrap the whole project onto the next. So like, I'm kind of thinking like, it's like, for me, it'd be like editing a podcast 75% of the way through and mm-hmm. then saying, you know what, not, it's not, it doesn't feel right. I'm going to scrap it and move on to the next. It's like that last 25% polishing it off and just having it so that like I, looking back at my older podcast, I, I love it because they're garbage. They're junk. They're like, you know, some of the, some of the insight in there, you know, fantastic. Go give some 2019 Kyle a little bit of credit, but like in terms of the production value and all that kind of stuff, it's just not, it's not there. But the fact that I can look back on those things and then look back on a product now or some of my better podcast episodes, I'm like, damn, that's really cool to see that growth instead of it just being like, I didn't just wake up one day and throw a, Mm. you know, top mental Atlantic Canadian mental health podcast together. Let me tell you, it's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. Like I want, I want, I would love to hear your insight on that last 25%, that last, like actually finishing it regardless of whether you think it's perfect or not. Yeah, the last the last twenty five percent. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think one of the, yeah one of the things is like I'll get like I'll get some like stuff together, like some content and like different places where things should fit, and then it's like putting it all together is is what what is this mm. project that I'm? What does this mean? Like putting it together, mm-hmm. um, and having like a good structure to the song itself is yeah i don't i don't know and it's just it's all just totally overthinking and perfection mm-hmm. which it shouldn't be you're you're absolutely right it should just be you know put a bunch of random shit and in, in bar form and just spit it over a microphone and have fun with it and yeah no you're right i've i under I, hey listen dude it's fucking hard mm-hmm. i don't i sure it's easy to say hey what's with the last 25 percent, man like what's holding you back but like it's difficult. It's really hard. So I don't, you know, I, you know, I just, I, it's always nice to be able to understand your perspective a little bit better on things. And like, you know, we've known each other for so long. It's like to be able to know, like, you know, I care. I love to hear about those nuances of your mindset and that kind of stuff. Cause it's just like, I feel like as, as your friend and, and, you know, I consider you like family. Like it's, it's so nice to be able to know more in depth about somebody and especially somebody you care about. So yeah, I guess that's, you know, where the question uh, comes from is a place of general interest. 
uh, and appreciation for everything that you do. You've inspired me so much. We've talked about that before. So to, you know, to better understand you and just know that uh, regardless of, of everything that like you can always chat with me regardless of whether we got mics in our hand or, or not, whatever. But um, the last question that, uh, you know, I just want to put us on uh, today is just uh, is, is a pretty simple one. It's just um, based on the experiences of even, I'll, I'll even pitch it to the last six years um, of your life. What is a challenge that you would put forth to our listeners and maybe even to put forward to yourself to live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled, more mentally healthy life? And feel free to think on it because I can just cut this. You can think on it for two minutes and I can just go. Whoop. Do whatever feels right. Just, I like that. Just do it. Nike. Sponsored. And we're going to get copyrighted <laughs> and uh, have to take it down. But yeah. So whatever feels right. But let's like, yeah, do whatever you in your mind, like whatever. Yeah. Whatever anyone else thinks is like is irrelevant. Just do whatever you think is right in the moment at that Love time. It. Love it. Appreciate you, dude. Appreciate you. This has been. I think I'll take the lead on this one, considering you basically just like overtook the intro. You asked me to. You know, <laughs> like, you're just gonna like do the rest. You could have hopped in. Do do not give me that. Yeah, I mean, fair, but like. You didn't really like leave like a nice like generous pause for me to hop in. I, I don't. Either way, I'm going to lead us off here. I, give her. I think that that was a good chat. That's it. Big huff for a good chat. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, let me just let me do it the Kyle Moore way. Um, oh I just thought that the nonchalant nature of my analysis would play into the casualness of the conversation. A subtle nod to the underlying message of normality within the chat, but. Uh, yeah, sure. No, throw uh, throw your stones, glasshouse boy. So unnecessary. Oh yeah, you know it, it is what it is. But that that was that was fun. Some back to back chats with the boys. Different perspectives, different combos, but same importance, which I just love. love it. It's what it's what we're here for. Yeah, for real. All right, guys. Uh, not going to string you along much more. We appreciate you guys so much. We love you. I uh, can't t- wait to see what 2022 has for us. Towing a fine line. A little dangerous to be optimistic, eh? Honestly, at this point, I think it's just dangerous not to be. <laughs> Touche. Always remember, life's a wreck. And we'll see you in two weeks. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.